0: Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I am your host, Derek L. Calhoun, the author of Press Into the Power. I hope you're enjoying this music that we have. Uh, This song is called Miracle from Sylvia Jones' latest music project, which is available online wherever music is sold or streamed. Or you can reach out to her on her website, www.sylviajones.com. Helping you experience God's presence through contemporary worship. Listen, uh, before we get started today, I want to bring you just a quick note from our sponsor, Distinction, Inc. Do you need custom t-shirts or hoodies? Look no further than Distinction, Inc. From screen printing to embroidery. Distinction Inc. provides high-quality apparel and promotional items with stress-free customer service. Distinction Inc. also provides competitive pricing, especially for nonprofit organizations and churches. If you have any upcoming projects, they would love to earn your business and exceed your expectation. You can request a quote by visiting www.distinctioninc.com. Distinction, Inc., we deliver results that make you say, wow. All right, let's get ready for the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. So blessed, so happy to be able to be on this podcast with you again today. I do not take this lightly, and I'm honored that you are lending me your ears as an international audience to hear what I say of the Lord. And um, I pray that over this, uh, I believe this is going to be the final piece of this series. And if not, if it goes on, God continues to go on, that's fine too. But I, I believe over these last three series, from uh, warring women to tell me something good to now this one today is called Women Warriors Travail. I'm just praying that it blesses the body of Christ and brings hope and brings endearment, a, a love for God that permeates all things that have been a hindrance and a stumbling stone and a an obstacle in the past. So. Let's walk out our salvation in fear and trembling, and let's believe God like Hannah believed God. I believe there's power in this message. I've read it a thousand times, but over the last few weeks, the words of 1 Samuel have just jumped up and just slapped me. And I am clear that God is speaking these things in this season, not only for women, but for men. I have happen to have four daughters, a wife, and two granddaughters, so those men who have interest in the sustainability and support and the love for women for your own personal reasons and maybe just because, but the point of the matter is that God has blessed us with them. I told my wife the other day, she is a gift to me. I meant that from the very depths of my heart, it's just a revelation that God gave me that she. Is a gift. She's always been my helpmate and best friend and all of those kinds of other things, but a gift is something a little bit different. And so, uh, over these latter years of our life, I plan to cherish that relationship and cherish just the, the gift that He's given me. So, let's speak to all the other gifts that are out here. Let's hear what Thus saith the Lord. God, speak to us clearly, concisely, impactfully, with purpose. Anointing and dominion in Jesus' name, Amen. So today we want to talk from the topic: women warriors, women warriors travail. I don't think you can be a woman warrior without travail. And and what do I mean by that? Hannah's life and Hannah's victory did not come as a result of something that Hannah did personally in regards to her flesh, in regards to her human nature. But she took her human nature, she submitted it before God and she created an environment of blessing, an environment of connectivity, an environment of hope, an environment of victory. You can create an environment because in God are all things. And when we connect with God, then the environment that the two of you create when two come together or when three or more come together, but well, you know, how do you say that? If it's just me and God, well, it's you, God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, everybody's there's a big party, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But the point of the matter is when you get together with God, There is infinite possibilities of what God is able to do. The scripture says he's able to do exceedingly, which is above all we can think and or ask, according to the power that worketh within us, exceedingly and abundantly. I don't have time to just, but just, I just want to put emphasis, exceedingly and abundantly, above all that we can ask and or think. According to the power that stir within us, stirs within us. So Hannah stirred up the gift inside of her as she spent time with God. And this birth, the revelation of giving her son to God. And this birth, the son itself. And this birth, her faith that even though this child would be given to the Lord, that there would be many others, even in a barren womb, for God does his best work when there's nothing to work with. God does his best work in darkness. In the beginning, there was chaos and darkness. God does his best work when he's uh, He's the underdog. God does his best work with the, uh, the incredulous or the impossible. God does his best work when all odds are against the individual that god is working with and so we have to see this from adam all the way to the cross of jesus christ we see jesus as far as humanity was concerned had taken the punishment of a thousand men And yet he rose from the grave. The Bible says, and God rose his son from the grave. It is the power of connectivity, the power that God and Jesus had when they came together that that defies the odds of nature. God wants to defy the odds of what people say about you, of every curse spoken about you, over you. In you and through you. Every lie spoken in your life. God wants to overcome. With the power of the blood of the lamb. If we would just learn to travail. Let's look at Hannah. I'm just going to look at two very quick verses. And we're going to pull some things out of there. Just Hannah chapter 2. 1 and 2. And Hannah prayed and said. My heart rejoices in the Lord. My heart is exalted in the Lord. I smile at my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. No one is holy like the Lord for there is none besides you, nor is there any rock like our God. Look at the connection that she has with God. She has a relationship with God. This is not a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night or a a Bible study connection. This is a lifestyle. And she's obviously had to travail with God. Painful, laborious effort. It was painful to pray when Peniah was vexing her, was punishing her, was making her miserable. It had to be uh, laborious, tiresome, being provoked severely by Hannah, uh, I mean by Peniah on a regular basis. And yet she went to God in prayer, even at the point that she was misunderstood by her husband, Elkanah, who thought he could fill the void that Hannah had by giving her things, saying to her, I've given you more than I've given to anybody. Has, doesn't this prove my love for you? It, it was not the love of man that Hannah needed, but I'm saying the void that was in her spirit could only be filled by God. The void in our spirits can only be filled by by God, very quickly, verses one and two Hannah's prayer. My heart rejoices in the Lord. She created an atmosphere in the midst of her chaos. She can create it literally an atmosphere of chaos. Now, that doesn't make sense, but it will. I am praising when I ought to be complaining. The enemy wants you to complain instead of of praising. She was rejoicing in the midst of her rejection. This ability to praise and rejoice created an atmosphere of chaos because the enemy was confused. How can I inflict wounds on this warrior? And yet she still prays. She still gives God the praise. She still rejoices my horn this is how she did it watch this my horn horn in the in the old testament was symbolic of strength so my strength is exalted is made great in the lord our strength for the fight must come from god in his presence our horn or strength is magnified strengthened empowered increased it is When we're in his presence, that God gives us supernatural strength to do supernatural things like smiling at my enemies. I smile at my enemies in the midst of imminent threat or imminent danger from my enemies. God gives me grace and strength to smile through my tears and my pain. Incredible. In the midst of imminent danger and the threat from my enemies, God will give you grace to smile through the tears of your life and the pain of your circumstance. Because I rejoice, in your salvation. The source of this supernatural engagement that Hannah has is her relationship with God. Simply put, she has learned to elevate worship over worry. Worship over worry. And while she worships, she takes advantage of the salvation that she's been given through the Lord that gives her strength to overcome the attacks of the enemy. And why? It's because of a belief. Watch this verse five. No one is holy like the Lord. For there is none besides thee. There's none besides you. No one, absolutely no one is greater In Hannah's mind. And in our mind, this is the way we need to think. No one is greater than our God. He must hold a sovereign position. Nor is there anything any rock like our God no rock like our God there may be a whole lot of things to trust in but the greatest thing we can trust in is God himself in our life we must understand that God must be first in all things. So if God is your rock, then there is a proceeding mindset that continues to flow out of this rock. He is forever settled in heaven, not moved, not shaken. Matter of fact, he cannot be moved by the ruckus of men or the clamor of the world. He does not sway or bend. His judgments are true. They are tried. They are tested. Get this, the ruckus of men, the ruckus, the sound of men, the sound of the irritation of men, but the clamor is the sound of the world. It is that overwhelming sound of anarchy, that overwhelming sound, get this, in this postmodern society where there's no right, and there's no wrong, this overarching theme of do what you want to do, live your best life. I said this to someone today, how can you live your best life without Jesus? So this whole mindset, this clamor of, of casting off constraints and doing what we want to do, Operating in the deceitful nature of man, clamor, God is not moved by it and wants us to get a mindset that we too are not moved by it. For he is forever settled in the heavens. He never loses a battle or war because he is the master of the art of two things, divine strategies and divine outcomes. God is the master of divine strategies and divine outcomes. That's why all things work together, no matter whether it's good or bad, together for the good to those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. There are weapons that will be formed, but none of these weapons shall prosper. They will always be formed weapons, but they shall never prosper because of the divine strategies and divine outcomes of God are tested, tried, and true. The last thing that rolls out of the fact that he is a rock is that God has no competitors or competition. Therefore, his actions cannot be altered or manipulated, manipulated by outside sources or influences. No matter what's going on in the world, God cannot be manipulated. Are you getting this? That's a powerful revelation about God. So when you get ready to get into your position of travailing, your position of prayer, remember, create an atmosphere for prayer. Get a mindset going in your head. It's got to flow through your belly like rivers of living water. It's got to go through your heart and your head and your mind. There's certain things that you have to keep in your spirit, such as number one, His grace is sufficient in my time of need and in my time of prayer. And when I'm praying, he's a very present help in the time of trouble. When I'm praying, greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. When I'm praying, he will perfect those things that concern me. When I'm praying. He who have begun a good work in you shall complete it until the day of redemption. These things must be forever settled in our spirit. We must believe it because knowing what to say is just as important as getting on your knees. When you get on your knees, your mind has to be right. All right. Lastly, as we close today, I want you to remember these lessons of prayer. As Christians, we all tend to know the need to pray, but sometimes we miss the mark. We know the need to pray, but sometimes we miss the mark. So we must cultivate a relationship with God. God, I'm with you. I'm for you. You believe in me. I believe in you. God, help me. I know you can. I'm not worried about the outcome. You have the outcomes, you have the strategies. I just want to be obedient and be on my knees and believe you against all odds. Sometimes we merely don't understand the mechanics of prayer. But when I look at Hannah's life, I see that she had a relationship with God. I see that she understood the language of love, prayer language, she understood it. I see that she had belief, she had faith, in the finished work of God. When she prayed it, she believed it. That she created an environment where faith and thanksgiving resulted in divine action without a timeline. She didn't put a timeline on God. And and lastly, she trusted God for divine outcomes. So even in travail, she was giving thanks. Even in trouble, when things were getting worse, she was still Giving God praise. She was still, uh, even though she was going through, still rejoicing in the God of her salvation. That's the travail. The word travail means painful, laborious effort. It is painful to shift from the flesh into the spirit, to shift from going through to giving praise, to shift from seeing trouble and things getting worse to giving God praise. It's painful when time is passing and you think it's taking too long and you start asking God when. But if you can overcome these things with a proper mindset, God will bless you. And even if you don't, God can still bless you because he's God. He knows to the extent that you have given yourself over to him. He can read and interpret the thoughts and intents of the heart of men. And God will move on your behalf. Let's continue to travail. Let's continue to war in the spirit and allow God to be glorified in our lives. You have been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I am your host, Derek L. Calhoun. Please remember one thing and one thing alone. Make sure that you go and influence the nations. God bless.